Welcome to the Holistic Wealth and Health Podcast. Your co-hosts Jason Smith and Brian Bibbo will inspire and teach you how to prosper in your mind, body, and spirit, not just your financial life. Joining forces with field experts, Jason and Brian are here to help you focus on what matters most in your life, living well. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Holistic Wealth and Health Podcast with Brian Bibbo of the JL Smith Group. Brian's guest is Calum Mackey, Executive Vice President of Clarity Insurance Marketing. Calum has more than 20 years in the business as a financial advisor, insurance wholesaler, and sales manager. As a speaker, he trains advisors on financial planning strategies and helps to bring a personal, seamless experience to the sales process. In this episode, Brian and Calum will tackle annuities, an often misunderstood product. Brian, it's all yours. Thank you, Patrice. And I'm very excited for our listeners out there. We got a, we got a really intelligent mind on the podcast here today. Calum, he has a lot of the industry experience for us. He's going to be able to break down these annuities in detail. But first and foremost, Calum, let's get a little bit of your background. What should the people know about you? Well, thank you very much, Brian. I'm very excited to be here today. Um, well, my background is, as, as Patrice said, I, you know, I've spent about 20 years in the financial services industry, uh, and I've done that in, in several different phases. I, I've been an advisor for, for many, many years and have my own wealth management firm. I've also been a, a trainer to advisors and trained them on different financial topics and products, one of which, of course, being is annuities. Um, I'm also a certified financial planner, also kind of have the highest designation that our industry offers. And you know, I'm very passionate about helping um, train advisors so they can train their clients and, and instruct and inform their clients on the best product and, and financial solutions out there for them. That's awesome, Calum. And let's take some of that passion you have today and direct it on over to our listeners. So let's break it down, Calum. As simple as it can be, what is really an annuity? Why would someone want something like this? Yeah, I mean, to keep it very simple, Brian, I mean, an annuity is, is simply just a financial instrument that you get through an insurance company. So similar how you would go to the bank and get a CD or go to, to an investment firm and get a stock or a bond or a mutual fund, an annuity is a financial product from the insurance industry and from an insurance company. It's, you know, why somebody would, would get one, um, you know, it, it really comes down to typically they're looking for, for guarantees, you know, what the insurance space offers that the bank and, and really the investment side doesn't, Brian, is more guarantees when it comes to their money. Got it. So, you know, the clients that love the bank, they always say to us, FDIC insured, FDIC insured. So when we have an annuity through an insurance company as this investment vehicle we're using, is it, are we worried about the insurance company, how financially strong we are? What would you say there? What, what should the clients be thinking? It's a great question, Brian. I mean, cer certainly you want to be aware of the financial strength of the insurance company, uh, but you certainly got to understand that, you know, when it comes to like FDIC insurance, that the reason that exists is, is because banks fail all the time. I mean, if you were to look at a list of bank failures every year, I think it would surprise a lot of people. You know, we don't really have that issue in the insurance industry. I mean, insurance companies by and large are, are very kind of conservative, financially strong companies. You know, each company does have some, you know, different financial ratings. And obviously, and, and when we're looking to work with a client and you're working to work with your clients, you know, you're going to take that into account when you make recommendations. 
Uh, but you know, re relatively, you know, if you just look in the insurance industry versus even just the bank side of, of the business, you know, the insurance companies by and large are, are, are more financially stable overall. Great. That's good to know. Absolutely. I mean, here in Ohio, where our firm is mainly located out of, I mean, I'm sure all of our, our listeners out there can remember a bank called National City that was in Cleveland for many years. But in 2008, 2009, uh, they ended up getting bought out by PNC. So appreciate that context about insurance companies and, and their, their background, and they have those independent ratings. But for our listeners, who's going to benefit from these annuities? It, would it make sense in a financial plan? Do you just want to buy an annuity? What would you say, Caleb? Yeah, I, I would always recommend working with somebody that, that's obviously creating an overall financial plan and, and can show you where and how an annuity would be a good fit. Are they going to be a good fit for everyone? Of course not, Brian, right? You know, there, there are certainly people that, you know, other financial products might be in a more appropriate fit. But for a lot of people, especially people that are approaching retirement, uh, have started into retirement, they can be a really, really good complement to an overall financial plan. Great. And one thing we do is we use these things more as protection, Caleb. We, As you know how our bucket plan goes, the now, soon, the later bucket. And really, we find these annuities making sense in the soon bucket from a drawdown approach where you're drawing principal out of it um, or you're using it as some sort of guaranteed lifetime income. So could, could you give us a little context of how like, I would use an annuity? Am I just going to pull off of it, monthly income? Or are we looking for guaranteed income? What would you say there if we can give them some context? Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And I, I think there's probably a misconception out there that a lot of people, when they think of annuity, they really think of only one thing. And that is, you know, you hand your money over to the insurance company and then they give you a stream of payments over time. Um, they don't really realize that, that over time, like every other industry, the annuity industry has evolved and expanded. And now there's a lot more options than there used to be even a few years ago. So, you know, as you mentioned, when we talk about specifically using it for income purposes, there, there's some flexibility there where you can do what we call a drawdown approach, where like you said, you're actually taking off principal and interest each and every year, but you have the guarantees provided by the, the annuity so that your principal isn't fluctuating because of market, uh, you know, market returns. Uh, there also are the types of annuities out there where you can still give the insurance company a lump sum of money, take a stream of income, but you have some flexibility in the future to maybe start or stop that income or if, if something you know, changes in your financial situation, you may even have the flexibility to take, you know, take some, some money back out of that contract you know, above and beyond the income. So there's a lot more flexibility, I guess, is the key thing there used to be. Great, great. So let's break it down. I mean, there's, there's different annuities out there and they're not all equal. They're not all created the same. So some of them we hear are like fixed annuities, that are kind of give you a stated right, or there's fixed index that can give you some market returns with, without the downside. And there's also variable annuities that could act like the market, but there's fees in them. Could you take the three of those and give us some context behind them? Yeah, absolutely. And you did mention the three kind of main types of annuities that, that exist out there. Uh, I'll start with variable just because that's typically what most people have, have experienced before if, they, if they've ever purchased an annuity or know somebody that has um, and variable annuities are, are an investment and insurance product combined. That, that's the key thing to understand is there is an investment component to a variable annuity, meaning that your principal and interest are going to fluctuate with the market. So if the market moves up, 
you're, you're, you're going to obviously gain more money. If the market moves down, you're going to lose money, at least on, in the contract. So, you know, those variable annuities are designed with, with obviously upside potential in mind, but they do carry a little bit more risk. Um, as you mentioned, in, in variable annuities also tip, tend to carry higher fees because of that, because they have some costs associated with, with the, uh, you know, the, the sub accounts and the market performance aspect of it. You know, there, there's some additional costs there. Uh, there can also be additional costs for sort of optional uh, riders or benefits that you can typically add to the contract. Um, on the other side of, of the kind of the, the spectrum is the fixed annuity. And you mentioned those typically are very similar to a CD at a bank where there's gonna pay, pay a fixed rate of interest for a period of time, whether that's three years or five years or you know, whatever that time frame is, they're gonna pay a, a guaranteed fixed rate for a period of time. And so very, like I said, very similar to CD at a bank, typically they're gonna pay a little bit better than, than CDs would. And then in the middle is what we call a fixed index annuity. And that's a, a newer entry to the annuity world. It's probably only been around about 25 years, uh, but it's really kind of that, that middle ground between the two and that you don't have a declared fixed rate every year. You're, so your, your, your gains are gonna vary a little bit year to year, but you don't have the market risk of your principal that you do with a variable annuity. So it's kind of that middle ground, I'd say, between the two where you have some guarantees, but some higher potential returns um, if, if there is some, some uh, performance in the index that it's following. Awesome. Sounds like a little bit of best of both worlds with that fixed index and it could fit well in a financial plan. With interest rates so low right now, and what are CDs paying us? I know here where we're at, I mean, I've seen people get renewals on CDs, half of a percent, 0.75%. Caleb, do you see in these fixed annuities, insurance companies paying more than that right now? Oh, absolutely, Brian. Um, and if we, and we look at, especially if you're going a little bit longer term, I mean, if you're Generally speaking, if you're, you're getting like a six-month CD, you know, we don't have the equivalent in the, annuity, in the annuity side. But if you've got more of a three to five-year time frame, we definitely have fixed rate annuities that you can get two and a half or three percent even in today's interest rate environment. Wow. Yeah, that's shocking right there, especially for our listeners. I, I, some of them are going to be like, what am I doing with all this money in the bank or with some of these CDs here? So, so if you want to talk to us about that, we could definitely talk about that. But, you know, you shared a lot of, of pros on having these annuities, but let's play the opposite side of the coin. You know, what could be a trade-off that we could run into of having an annuity? Yeah, I mean, Brian, there, there always obviously is a trade-off, right? You know, you can't get something for nothing ever. So um, annuities are no different. And, and there are really two key trade-offs with an annuity. Uh, one is, is what we call liquidity, or, or really a better way to say it would be access to your money. So whenever you purchase an annuity, you're going to have what we call limited access to your money for a period of time. Um, that period of time is what we typically call the early withdrawal period. So if you uh, say you've got a five-year annuity, if you were going to take out more than your, your, your uh, allowed amount, each and every year, there'd be a penalty, but you're allowed a certain amount every year. And generally that's 10% of, of what you put in. So if you put in $100,000, you could take out $10,000 a year over the course of time, each and every year. Um, so that, that's kind of the first trade-off is that limited access. Um, and it kind of ties to the second trade-off, which is, which is time. So in order to make an annuity work, you have to give the insurance company time, typically, like I said, somewhere in that three, five to seven year range. So if you're looking to put money someplace for 
six months, an annuity is not going to be an appropriate place to do that because the insurance company needs time to be able to offer those, those higher rates of return. Got it. Got it. So the semi-liquid of the annuity and then also time horizons play a big thing into this. So for everyone listening, it's, I mean, it's different for everyone is, is what I'm essentially hearing. But one thing I commonly hear go, well, if I get an annuity and I'm no longer on this earth, guess what? No one gets anything. Can you kind of give us some real context that, Caleb? We know it's not true, but, but let's, let's get rid of that, that thought process for the listeners out there. Yeah, that's another one I hear all the time, Brian. I, I get it. I think it's just a, a common misconception because, you know, at one time that was probably the only annuity available. If you, you know, if you go back a hundred years and, and you bought an annuity that, that that's the way it worked. You know, you gave the insurance company money and they gave you a stream of payments. And if something happened, you didn't, you know, the money was gone. Basically it was, it was kept by the insurance company, you know, but as I mentioned earlier, there are so many different types of annuities out there these days. And that's really, you know, there, there are still a very small group of annuities that work that way, but the vast majority, that is not the case um, that, that, you know, obviously if something was to happen to the contract holder, the beneficiaries or the spouse, whoever that primary person is, would be able to get access to a death benefit. So that is definitely no longer the case. Yeah, Caleb, and exactly. And a lot of these annuities have some sort of spousal continuation to them which, hey, if I'm gone, my spouse can inherit the contract or get a lump sum. So that's exciting things. Make sure we're looking at all these details when we're considering the options here. What would you say uh, are risks to purchasing an annuity? What comes to mind, some of the risks to getting into an annuity? I mean, really, Brian, I mean, if you think about it, there, there's not a lot of risk because the whole point of getting the annuity is to, is to kind of eliminate some of that risk. Um, so, I mean, the, the real risk, I guess you have, as it would be with anything is, is you know, what else could you have done with that money? So if, if you put the money into a fixed rate annuity and, and you know, the, the, you, and you're considering between that and maybe the stock market and the stock market does really, really well over the next five years, you know, that, that is a little bit of opportunity cost that you lost there. But the whole idea behind annuity is really, is really to get rid of the risk. Um, you, you, like any fixed rate product, there's always some interest rate risk, um, just that when you renew or you, you come out of surrender, the surrender or early withdrawal penalty, that there may be you know, a change in interest rates. Uh, but generally speaking, the risks are pretty low with, with purchasing an annuity. But Caleb, I should have bought Tesla stock five years ago <laughs> instead of that annuity. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And the goal of these annuities is to, where does it fit in your financial plan? Does it take care of the goals that you have? Is it going to give you consistent income? There's, when you sign up for annuity, you want to make sure there's more pros than there are trade-offs here. But you brought up something before, a second ago, Caleb, I just want to touch on, you said something about a surrender period or you know, not even being able to take out money, all of it, all in one year. Can you give us a little bit more detail there? Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And again, that's, that's what we talked about was one of those trade-offs, right? It, it, it's that, that, that limited access. And we call that limited access period either a surrender period or an early withdrawal period, but, you know, the kind of same terminology for the, you know, two, different terminology for the same thing. But the, the bottom line is you're giving the insurance company time. You're committing to a, a length of time, generally speaking, somewhere between five and 10 years. Um, there are some as short as three years. And it's, it's that limited time period that, that you have just partial access. Now, as soon as that time period is over, you have, again, full access to that money. So if you commit to a 
five-year time frame, during those five years, you can take limited access. And we talked about ten, that 10%. Uh, but once that five-year period ends, now you again have full access to your money. So again, it's, it's really cr critical in, in when doing the planning just to make sure that the annuity fits your time horizon. That, that's probably the most critical piece from a planning standpoint. I love it. And that's a good thing to pass on is time horizons. Where does it fit for you? You share with me on the variable annuities. Hey, there's some cost associated with it, but we didn't address on the fixed annuity or the fixed index annuity. Are there direct costs? How do I pay a fee? What, what does that really look like? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the advantages I think that the fixed and fixed index annuities have is, is they don't have any uh, built-in administrative costs. There, there are no sub-account or management fees because there's nothing to manage. It's not an investment. Um, so you actually have no contract fees, no administration fees, no uh, what are called M&E fees, mortality and expense fees that are common to variable annuities. Um, so fixed annuities, that's all really built into the rate that they're offering already. Awesome. So the fees are already built into the rates. That's a good thing to know. Next thing down the line, also, we could run into, like you said, an early withdrawal penalty with these annuities if we were to draw out more than we're allowed within certain time frames. So all these things are great. And the main takeaways here is within a financial plan, within a financial plan, the audience that's listening out there, you want to consider these things within a financial plan if they make sense for you and if they match up with your time horizons. And, you know, it's not one size fits all here. There's different annuities that do different things and, and what fits for you. But Caleb, it's great having you on the podcast today. What else do you want to share with our listeners out there? Is there one or two things you want to share with them about these annuities they should consider? Yeah, I, I mean, I think two things, Brian. I think first is, is before considering an annuity, obviously you want to make sure it, it fits into your overall financial plan and you want to work with an advisor that is, is doing the greater planning, right? You wanna work with somebody that's not just a product salesperson, but is, is actually looking at the overall financial plan and making sure that every recommendation they're making is fitting. And the second point I would leave with is just, you know, it, an annuity is just a financial product at the end of the day. It's, it's not good or bad. It, it's just a tool that can be used to help appropriately, help somebody appropriately plan for retirement. For some people, an annuity is going to be a really, really good fit and really the best option for them. And then for other people, it may not be a good fit at all. And again, it's just key is working with somebody that knows how to use these appropriately in the context of an overall financial plan. Absolutely, Cam. Work with those fiduciaries out there that are looking out for your best interest that don't represent one company. You don't want to work with someone that's just looking at one company. That's all they represent. You want someone that works independently, multiple companies that can offer, if you're interested in multiple annuities and you go over the pros and the trade-offs of each one. So Caleb, it's a blessing to have you on the podcast today. Your knowledge uh, is second to none. So we appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Brian. I really appreciate it. And I really enjoyed it. Brian, how can listeners reach out to you and Caleb if they want to take this conversation further? Absolutely, Patrice. Reach out to us at the JL Smith Group, 440-934-9181. And I'm sure we'll be getting some phone calls with people. Let's see what they're getting on their bank CDs currently. <laughs> That's true. Kayla Mackey <laughs> of Clarity Insurance Marketing and Brian Bibbo of JL Smith Group. And to make sure you know when more episodes of Holistic Wealth and Health are ready for you, subscribe to this podcast. And of course, share with the share button. 
for listening to the Holistic Wealth and Health Podcast. We hope we inspired you to make changes so you can live your best life. If you want to find out more about what we do, or if you want to have a holistic wealth and health financial plan, please call 440-934-9181. Please subscribe to the podcast and share it widely with your friends and family. Financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of J.L. Smith Group or Prosperity Capital Advisors. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial services providers with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.